Hey, welcome back to the Under One Love podcast. Thanks for joining us again. We're talking this time around about budgeting, the dreaded B word. You know, that thing that restricts your money, restricts you from doing what you want to do with your money. Have you ever thought or been told that that's what a budget is? If you have, stick around because you're in for a treat. That's actually not at all what a budget is. Instead, it gives you permission to spend your hard-earned money the way you need to and the way you want to. Having a budget is simply you sitting down and writing down your plan on a piece of paper. Before each and every month begins, you look at your income, you look at every single penny that you make, and you assign it to a task. You make sure that every dollar that you make is going to a specific place before the month begins. If you're married, you're going to meet with your spouse, you guys are going to come to an agreement, and you're going to finalize it, and you're going to stick with it. Now, you may get into some arguments while you're sitting down and trying to figure out where everything is needing to be spent, but doing this is going to force you to add a level of communication that's going to deeply impact your marriage. If you can get on the same financial page with your spouse, It's going to change your marriage in a good way, permanently. It's going to change the way you work together. It's going to change the way you make decisions together. The way you communicate. The list goes on and on. It may take you a while to get this thing right, to make it fine-tuned to where you're not spending more money than what you have as income. I like to give the people that I work with a three-month period to where at the beginning of each month, they have a chance to figure it out and by the third month they should have it down. We'll cover the steps to having and making a successful budget in a different podcast but for now here are a few key points to get you started. Number one, you want to make sure that you cover the most important things that you need to spend money on first. The top three things are number one, make sure that you have all of your expenses covered to keep the house operating. That's your rent or your mortgage and your utilities. Number two, make sure you you have food that you can put on the table to feed yourself and or your family. And number three, make sure that you have your transportation taken care of so that you can get to and from work to keep that income coming in. Once you've got those basics written down and accounted for, you're going to go down the list writing down the next categories in your budget by their level of importance. Next, you want to be as detailed as possible, making sure that you're not missing any categories that would would be considered an expense, that way that you don't run into any surprises. There's a few different ways you can take care of your budget every month. There's online apps or apps on the App Store. Um, You can go old school and you can write it down on a piece of paper. Or what I like to do is I go on Excel and I make up my own template and I write it all down that way. There's also already templates on Excel. You can do it in whichever way you're comfortable with, but the biggest two things are to first of all do it and second of all once it's done at the beginning of each month stick to it. Oftentimes the reason for people's financial problems is not because of a lack of income or a low income. Most of the time it's just because it's out of sight, out of mind. They just don't care. There's no plan, there's no attack, 
there's no entrance into becoming financially successful because they just don't look at it. Imagine stepping into a really crowded room that you want to clean up. I mean, it's got boxes, it's got furniture, it's got magazines, books, just all kinds of things all over the room. And you want to clean it up, but it's pitch black. It's extremely dark. Now imagine being in the same room, but turning on the light. You see, when you turn on the light, you can start to declutter. You can start to organize. Well, your budget is your light in your financial situation. But if you just step into this room and you leave the lights off, you may never really understand how crowded the room is and you're never going to come up with a way to clean up the mess. And your personal finances can be the exact same way, right? There's no reason for you to swerve the car if you don't see a problem on the road. Well, if you don't see a problem in your finances, then you probably think there's no reason for you to fix anything. But once you turn the lights on, once you sit down and and write down all the things for your budget, once you get your budget in line, then you can start to see that, hey, you know what, maybe there is an issue and we need to come up with a game plan to make sure that we can get ourselves out of debt and we can do it a lot quicker than we ever thought we could. Once you get this thing in order, you can begin saving money, you can pay off all your debt, you can set yourself up for a really nice future, and you can begin building a legacy. Limit your stress. Decide to manage your money. No one else is going to do it for you. What you don't want is for something to happen that makes you wake up, right? You don't want the water heater to go out. You don't want the car to break down. You don't want a relative to pass away and you can't afford to buy a plane ticket to go across the country to get to the funeral. You don't want to need to buy something that you have to have and have to borrow money to do that. One of these bumps in the road shouldn't be the moment that makes you open up your eyes and care about your personal finances. The day that you decide to put all these things under the microscope and try to see if there's a problem is going to be the first step in changing your financial family tree and it's going to be the best day of your financial life that you could ever have. It's the moment that you decide to take action but the thing is is you won't fix it if you don't ever see it. Now on the other hand you may you may know just how crowded that room is and you might be feeling stuck, hopeless, scared, all kinds of different emotions. And if that's what you're feeling, don't worry, there's hope. Majority of the people who decide to take on this journey sit down and look at their income versus what their expenses should be to keep themselves afloat and oftentimes they find extra money. What you then need to do is ask yourself, where is this extra money going? And if you can stay disciplined, you can clean up that mess quickly and efficiently. When you write it down and you make a plan, it's almost never as bad as it seems. However, I will say there are a few times when someone will write it down, write it all down, and they'll realize that it's actually just as bad, if not worse, than what it seems. But typically, I'm telling you, that is not the case. Earlier, you heard me say that income is rarely the cause of financial trouble. Don't get me wrong, that can be the issue, but it's rare. Of the last 10 people that I've worked with, only one of them has had a situation where 
they just flat out were not making enough money. I'm not against you making a lot of money. In fact, I want you to make as much money as possible. But what I'm saying is that's not necessarily going to solve your problems. Have you ever heard of being broke at a higher level? Do you know what that means? What that simply means is that someone's making more than the average American income, but they're still broke. Nine times out of ten, the problems are poor money habits, a lack of discipline, and a lack of education. I don't care how much money you make. If you don't write down your budget, make a plan, agree with your spouse, and uphold that thing like a contract at the beginning of every month, I guarantee your money will be out of control. And you work way too hard to just let all the money that you earn slip right through your fingers. If you're aiming at nothing, you're going to hit it every single time. If you're familiar at all with NBA basketball, you know that the Golden State Warriors won another championship this year. And if you know that, then you probably also know that they have some amazing shooters on their team. Obviously, these guys didn't become great basketball players by just throwing the ball at the hoop and hoping it would go in, right? They're disciplined and they're focused, so they're successful. Well, it's the exact same process with everything in life, especially personal finance. Don't overspend money like you're in Congress, or even worse, be spending money that you're borrowing, money that you don't have. You can't out-earn bad financial decisions. You can do this. You can win with money, but it's going to take some sacrifice, it's going to take effort, and it's going to take intentionality. I'll leave you with this. If you're not managing what God is already giving you, don't go asking him for more financial blessings. You need to get good at managing whatever he gives you and then you'll be blessed with more to manage. To get a deeper understanding on that, pick up your Bible and read in the book of Luke chapter 16 and in the book of Matthew chapter 25. So here's your assignment. Sit down at the beginning of every month and write down your budget. If you're married, get your spouse on board. Get focused, stick with it, and chances are you're going to end up finding a lot of extra money every single month that you didn't know was there that you can start killing some financial goals with. I'm signing out. I'm glad you were able to join us again on the Under One Love podcast. Until next time, y'all bless and have a great day.